0: On a chilly January Sunday afternoon in Lexington, about a dozen members of the Collier family hunker down inside to watch their beloved Cleveland Browns.
1: Maybe we're just going to trade the interceptions.
0: The Colliers range in age from 18 to 87 years old. The family's matriarch, Kay Collier McLaughlin, is dressed in a large Browns jersey with number 50. She says other family members outside Kentucky are also watching the Browns play. New York,
1: Texas, Chicago. Um, My older daughter is on a flight to Hong Kong and actually will be able to pick up the game on that flight. So we'll be in a lot of different places, which is, um, and my husband is in England with his son, so yes, um, we're pretty widespread watching this game.
0: The family's love affair with the Cleveland Browns started in 1946 when Kay's father, Blanton Collier, took an assistant coaching job with the team. Kay was seven. She remembers hanging out with the team at training camp with her two sisters. We had this wonderful opportunity to eat meals with the players, not just get their autographs,
1: and really have this amazing sense of family.
0: Blanton Collier grew up in Paris, Kentucky, and coached high school sports for 16 years before serving in the U.S. Navy during World War II. After the war, Cleveland Browns head coach, Paul Brown, hired Collier. Kay says her father became an innovator by introducing film study to great players. So he produced this study, which then became the model for grading
1: players in the NFL. From how they, uh, what their eyes were doing, um, how their arms moved, how their feet moved, every single thing of every play was great. In
0: 1954, Collier replaced Bear Bryant as the head football coach at the University of Kentucky. Eight years later, Collier returned to the Cleveland Browns where he eventually became head coach. Under his leadership, the Browns won 69% of their games, including the NFL championship in 64. Mary Blanton Ware says her grandfather coached despite a serious hearing loss.
2: I don't think people realize this, he did most of this deaf. He did most of this with a serious hearing impairment, winning the championship and everything. And that's why he had to pull away at the end, because he couldn't hear.
0: Ware remembers how the family's loyalty to the Browns even carried over to her schoolwork.
2: Growing up in high school, I had to get my homework done before I could watch the game. So there there were things that I did just to be able to watch the game because it was that important and that big of a deal.
0: Blanton Collier retired from coaching in the early 1970s and after a battle with prostate cancer died in 1983. Kay says her father's coaching legacy was built on a love for his players and their love for him. He truly loved this team. She says he treated all his players with respect no matter their race, at a time when NFL teams were becoming more integrated.
1: My parents had uh, an ability to bring people together in a way that bonded them. And so over the years there have been these tremendous
0: loyalties. And um, they've simply been our family.
1: Can't can't have football without food.
0: Sarah Smith is passing on her grandfather's legacy to her two daughters, Blanton Collier's great-grandchildren. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, it kind of makes me tear up. I feel very proud, very
2: honored, and it's neat to, you know, teach them a lot about um, this family legacy, so I'm proud.
0: The family established the Blanton Collier Award for Integrity on and off the field, which is given out every year. Win or lose, the Colliers are Cleveland Browns fans for life. Off the beaten path in Lexington, I'm Sam Dick reporting for W.E.K.U.